This is the Beachy Books Podcast. I'm Philip Bell, a published author and a writer. I run a little publishing company called Beachy Books, based on the Isle of Wight. And these are my beachy rambles. Happy New Year. Um, I'm finally back to work, kids back to school. It's January 2017. And yes, it's beautiful. Basically there's a dusting of frost everywhere. The grass is all crispy. Leaves are crispy. Um, No wind, but quite cold, but not absolutely freezing. yeah, so uh, I was contacted over the holiday by someone on Twitter, Mike Appleton, um, Masquerandy, I think, on Twitter, and he asked whether I'm doing any more beachy rambles. Well, here we go. Here I am doing one. I know that I've got a small appreciative audience, which is lovely. So, yeah, I mean, I only really record them when I've got anything to say, and I have got a bit of a backlog of rambles. Um, and, you know, the whole point of them is that they are a bit rambly, maybe they're not... They're not pre-planned, apart from just thinking about them a little bit in my head. So yeah, here we go. Um, This one's on... Well, they're really kind of mostly on the kind of things I've been up to. So two things, really, I've been doing. One is publishing other people's work. That has seemed to have been growing quite nicely in my business. And kind of unintentionally, really, people just... And I'm very grateful for it. They seem to be just contacting me to say, can you help me publish a book? And they're mostly family history or biographies and little children's books and things they're not you know I I do get some people sending me books and having massive aspirations for them and I say well you know if you really believe in this you've got to send it to some bigger publishers um you know a lot of the stuff that arises is not great quality in in that regard but the local history and family history books are fantastic <coughs> so I'm just climbing a massive hill, which is why I'm slightly more out of breath again. Okay, I've reached the top of the hill, caught my breath back, and onwards. So yeah, um, my own publishing stuff, doing really well on that, and the other major chunk of work I've got is my own editing on a novel I've been working on for years, on and off. Um, I mean, a heck of a lot of my life has poured into this, which is worrying, because if if I can't get it published, then, well, there you go. Probably waste a lot of your life doing lots of things, but at least I enjoy myself, I suppose. So there you go. Um, I've got 375 A4 double-spaced pages sitting on my desk that I am currently editing. And, you know, it's not the first edit I've done. It's sort of... 
I'm kind of on a, well, in fact the book has already been sent out to some publishers last year, some agents to be precise, um, and I got a lot of rejections, but I got some great feedback from one, sort of handwritten, saying they liked it but not interested, um, or they like aspects of it, and then I got a real, I got a very almost but no cigar, I mean, well, I was on a high last year, got contacted by an agent, um, in fact, to be precise, an agent's assistant, who you have to, a lot of the time, send manuscripts to in big agencies. She really liked it, enthused about it on email, several emails pinged back and forth, um, wanted to see the rest of the manuscript, so I sent it, eagerly awaited a month or so when she said she'd get back to me. No, no word. Months and months rolled by with polite, you know, I sent some polite emails, nothing. Got on the phone, <clears throat> found out that the agent's assistant in question had moved to another agent within the same agency, not really bothered to tell me or even get back to me. Uh, sort of vaguely said that they passed on the manuscript to their agent. And that was it really. So, and I've, I've since contacted the actual agent in question to ask just politely again, had she even received it? Has she even looked at it? Because for obvious reasons, I want to sort of move on with it. I don't want to just sit on it and wait forever. But there you go. So I think that's dead. I think that that, that, that um, horse has bolted, unfortunately. So there you go. That's life. That's, that is the right of life. A lot of the time, rejection and in, in done in such a rude way. So what I decided to do, in fact, was abandon it. And I thought, that's it. I've, I've put so much effort into this, it's dead. Get on with something else. And I did. I've, um, you know, I spent a couple of months, um, well, one, doing other people's books and also planning another novel. So I've got another novel boiling, simmering away in the background. Um, and, but I just couldn't stop thinking about this current one. <coughs> Sorry, I'm going through a farm now. This there's a footpath walks right through a farm. It's kind of cuts right through it. So I'm just actually, it's kind of weird. You're going right through the farm. Hello, horsey. Seeing horses' heads outside of stables. Anyway, yep, that's the horse bashing on the door to ask if they can go out into the field, I'm guessing. Right. So yes, I wanted to uh, press on with my own novel. Um... And, you know, I, I got this sort of urge to go back to it. So I had to look at it again, read it all through. Thought, oh, I think I know how I could. So I, I did a read-through and I used post-it notes. And I, I had some, not major, but some restructural things. And I could think of different ways to improve it. I mean, the bottom line is the three chapters I'd sent were highly polished. They always are, the ones that you send to the agent. Another door. And so, yeah, they've, they've been edited to hell, although they're still not probably perfect. You have to eventually abandon it. And, uh, yeah, I just thought of ways I could improve it. So, here we go. I've, I've, I've effectively already done one edit um, in the lat latter half of last year. And then I was sort of tinkering with it online, going, you know what, I need to just print it out. I've got to the stage where I need to do another printout sod the paper so 
you know, 375 pages later, here we go, I've got a big block of a manuscript that pretty much fits in a, um, a box file. And I've got my red pen out and I'm doing, I would say, a little bit more line editing now, finer detailed editing. I've written a prologue for it, a new intro, changed the initial chapters. There's a few continuity errors that I hadn't picked up before. Uh, that's the trouble. When you, when you write your red pen or you do your proposed edit and then you go back and edit it, you then might introduce another error. So you're, you're into these iteration after iteration of editing. In anything you're doing with writing, it needs to be edited. All the greatest books out there ever that you've read will have seen at least one or two edits, probably hundreds more <laughs> in some cases, yeah. Maybe not hundreds, but, you know, a lot. So, yes, I suppose that's all I'm really doing. There's not really particular rocket science to it. It's just, I'm not saying that a writer should edit themselves and then I, I think ideally you need a professional editor to edit your work, whether you're self-publishing or you're traditionally publishing. Um, but I think you owe it to yourself as a writer, and it's extraordinarily competitive now. You owe it to yourself to make the best possible proof you can before you send that in. Obviously, you want it to really be as near as damn it to the published thing. Um... But there's a ton of writers out there that might be great at ideas and stories, but just can't put it together particularly well and really do need a lot of editing. And others are great at all of that, but maybe don't have quite so much success with their stories. So... God, it really is beautiful. The sun's slanting and across the footpath here. It's just got that lovely sense of, I can see a white covering of things, of frost on leaves and grass, but I can see the sun glinting off the sides of um, oak trees, and it's got that lovely yellow, beautiful light, like spring is to come. Uh, yeah, I know what else to say, really. I mean, I'm editing. It's, um, I quite enjoy this part of the of writing, it's it's obviously less daunting than having a blank page because you've got something already. And I almost, I've probably mentioned this before in another podcast, but I almost begin to think of my writing style, and it's taken me years to almost learn it, is my, my work, I would say work process, is to sort of write a draft quite fast, quite dialogue heavy sometimes, and then to sort of fill it in gradually with more and more detail almost like a sculptor my mate sculpts and he does the basic um sort of outline effectively you would call it of of whatever he's sculpting he doesn't go in and do the detail until the end when he's when he's sure that god the eyes are straight or you know <laughs> the nose is not wonky he won't start putting all the skin texture in or in fact, he works in the film industry, so it could be like dinosaurs or something from Star Wars. <clears throat> and it's almost like that with writing. Every edit, you get a little bit more of a layer of detail. Something else is revealed. You, you know, you, or you might have a beautiful bit of detail, but if in the overall picture of it, if the if like the, the sculpture's head is he's got a lump on his on his face, 
even if that lump is heavily detailed and beautiful and you might have detailed all the little pitted skin perhaps, you might be very happy about that. If it just doesn't look good in the overall, if it doesn't work, you need to get rid of it. Um, so hence the phrase, kill your darlings. In writing, even if you're in love with a couple of passages, if it's just not fitting into the story or it's overindulgent, you unfortunately have to get rid of it. Or what you can sneakily do maybe is put it into another section or maybe use it in another book. So, yeah, in a way, I, I, I guess I... Sometimes I overwrite and sometimes I underwrite. It all depends what I'm doing. Some chapters might be underwritten slightly. Some are just too baggy. They need cutting. I don't know. I mean, again, it's still from my opinion. Um, editing's difficult because you're very close to the work and you need some distance. So you need to be away from it for a bit. Although I found this editing process, I quite like, I'm going to edit today, even though I've got some other work I should be doing. I really have got to finish this little block of editing because I want to keep the story fresh in my head for the continuity errors and just to check things like that. It, yeah, I, if you leave it too long between it, um, between the pages of your, of your actual novel, you're going to not be immersed enough, I don't think. <clears throat> and obviously readers are going to pretty much read it in within a week or so, you'd hope. Maybe, you know, everyday commuting, or they might binge read it if it's that much of a page-turner. Not sure mine is, but there you go. Anyway, that's it. The, and, and it probably won't be my final edit, but it feels like it's we're, we're approaching the final edit now. This is it. As in, after I've done this chunk, I'm going to send it out to a few trusted readers who have read bits already, but haven't read the whole lot as a novel, and then await some sort of feedback and I've got another plan to send it out again this year lots more agents I haven't tried um, other there's actually I'm thinking about sending it to Publishers Direct which actually sounds like a company PublishersDirect.com it will be there'll be one of these aggregator sites like for holidays hotels Travago all of that it will be one for publishers soon, or for writers. There'll just be one aggregator site you send your manuscript to, and they send it out to all the others. In fact, that would be brilliant. There you go. Maybe I should actually start that. That is the money-making scheme. Not bloody writing books. Hmm. Yeah, could that work? Probably not. Anyway, stupid idea. So, I bid you good day. Um... Yes, and good luck with your writing or your own projects or whatever you're up to. And uh, thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye. Listening to the Beachy Books podcast, presented by Philip Bell.
Music by Dan O'Neill.